Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. Welcome to another session of the Body Horror Campaign. We are joined by my entire party, starting with, but not limited to, in fact, actually exactly limited to, because it's the entire party. Uh, we have our cleric. Hey everyone, this is Nick as Ichabod. Our paladin. Hey everybody, this is Jesse playing Wilch Brokhod. Our fighter warlock. Hello everyone, this is uh, Dylan playing uh, Yo. And our ranger druid Sands his wolf. Sands my wolf. Hi, Scott Riley playing Redclaw. So when we last left off, we basically were just about to roll initiative for this boss battle. You guys are in the basement of this ziggurat-esque structure uh, in this sort of like ash and coal and sand collection chamber for the pyres from uh, the chamber above. And after you all entered this room, there the, the sort of residuals animated. And I believe one thing that I left out in our sort of recollection before we started session is, is that there's like a pulsing orange like core to this thing. Mm. So fucking roll initiative. All right. All right. I'm going to try out these, uh, these new Labradorite dice that uh, Lock and Icy got me. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, Ichabod, what you got? 12. All right. Red Claw? 23. Wilt? 19. And Yo? Uh, 14. And Lockton got 21. Damn. Yeah. Go Lockton. <coughs> So this boss is borderline surprising, you guys, uh, but also it has the top of the initiative. Uh, so it is going to um, thrust one of its two main tendrils to sort of completely enshroud uh, Red Claw. Make a constitution save. Boo. Uh, 14. All right. So you don't expect much of an impact from this sort of wave of sand and ash. So you kind of just like brace and then you realize that that's not, it's not trying to hurt you that way. Uh, but too late. Do you recognize what it's trying to do is force its, its matter into your mouth and your ears and your nose. And so thoroughly, the orifices of your head have been invaded by this like smoky, gross, earthy mixture of sand and ash. Uh, and after it sort of washes over you, um, you begin to cough and sputter and hack constantly. You are blinded and deafened. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, Red Claw, did you add um, micro, uh, plus three? To that saving throw for my charisma bonus? I didn't, but are we... I didn't remember how far we were from each other. Were we grouped up or spread out in the room? That's a good question. I imagine you guys are somewhat close, so why don't you go ahead and take that benefit of the doubt? So if that's the case, it brings it from a 14 to a 17. 
doesn't save you. Yeah. Fair. All right. I didn't think so. But Worth it's good to remember. Yeah. Uh, and with its other um, multi-attack action, it is going to uh, sort of, not, not a multi-attack action, it's moving. It's going to like slink deeper into the room away from the door uh, about five feet. So it's maybe only 10 feet away from the wall behind it. Hmm. And you're going to notice that all of the sand and ash and like charcoal smudge has sort of pulled itself out of its crusted home in the corners of this room and has uh, carpeted the entire floor with the thinnest layer. Hmm. And with that, it passes to Red Claw. Uh, so, Dungeon Master, question yes. for the not expert spellcaster. Mm-hmm. If I have a spell that's verbal and semantic, I mean, I technically can speak and move my hands, but I'm blinded and deaf. And is there any negative effect to casting a spell? Or um, I would say there isn't. But if you're going to like take your turn, uh, you do need to make another Constitution save before you can take actions. I guess I will take it. Uh, that'll be another 17, exactly the same roll. Okay, you do not break the effect and sort of forfeit your turn. Uh, not actually incapacitated, but you're just, you're, th- you, there's still this shit in you. It's not like it just like stabbed into your like head and you just feel like so gross you can't act. No, you can feel withering, wiggling particulars of like tendrils of sand invading deeper into your head. Uh, and are just like clawing at your ears and and throat uh, in in a panic, and are completely helpless. No, well, that's my turn then. All right, Lockton. Uh, Lockton will will dash over um, the five ten feet tops to Red Claw, um, and he is going to sort of place his hands cupping your 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 face uh and you can feel his hands they're 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 sort of coarse and 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 rough just like uh Ichabod's would be um well one of them (laughs) (laughs) anyway he casts greater restoration on you and cleanses you of your statuses oh locked in thanks a lot i appreciate it so you're still in quite the the state, but uh, you can see through like teary eyes and hear through clotted ears. I wish I couldn't see what I'm seeing. <laughs> but that's that's Lockton's turn. Uh, Wilt. All right. Uh, Wilt's going to about how far is this monster? Like 15, 10, 15 feet, feet tops. Yeah, it's not very far. All right. Um, well, it's going to march straight up to it. And um, do you have anything? Start to, do you have anything to negate uh, rough terrain at all? I don't know. So what I it, are we considering this rough terrain? Yes. So half I'm, movement. I'm still sure you can reach him. Yeah. But 
I just want to make that clear to you guys now that this is rough terrain. Uh, the yeah, sand sort of seems to pull at your at your feet as you raise them up to keep stepping. Okay. All right. Um, and then he's gonna he's gonna swing, um, trying right. to hit it with his sword. Go for it. Let's let's see what we can do here. Let's make magic happen. Uh, uh, thirteen to hit. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, he's going to swing again. That's better. Uh, twenty-three to hit. Yeah, that'll that'll get there. Woo! All right. Um. Oh, so oh. on that. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'd love to see like the expression on my party's face when I tell them that a 23 doesn't hit it. But yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. I was waiting for that. I've been like, we made a mistake, boys. How about we don't? Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to thunderous smite this, uh, this creature. Okay. And you can cast so, that after confirming a hit. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's just, it's like a smite. Okay. So uh, first time you hit with a melee weapon, you can do this. Right on. Uh, so I'm going to hit it, and it's going to take an extra 2d6 thunder damage. Ooh. 12. So that's 12 regular damage and 8 thunder damage. And then... Um, it needs to succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away as uh, when I hit it, a big explosion of sound comes out of my sword. Did you see what I put in the chat? I did not. Maximize the thunder. <laughs> maximize the yes. thunder damage. Oh, maximize the thunder damage. Okay, so that'd be 12 uh, thunder damage then. All right, so that's 12, and what was the... Uh, it needs to succeed on the strength saving throw. DC okay. will be it 15. Oh, all right. So it is not prone. It's immune to prone, but yeah, it's definitely not. Oh, okay. So it pushed up against the wall now. Yeah. So how much, how much weapon damage was that? Because it's 12 thunder plus. 12 weapon damage. I rolled max on the, right, so the weapon 24. damage. Yeah. All right. And. <clears throat> That 12 that it took um, cannot be regained unless by a long or short rest uh, because of my long sword. Okay. Yep. Uh, so when you hit this thing, um, it's almost as if you just like slapped a mosquito out of the air uh, because the sort of concussive explosion of the thunder not only pushed it back, but it just like splats it against the walls. Uh, nice. And so the sand flies everywhere, but pumping and for no reason and pulsing is this like maybe the size of an ogre's heart, orange, ambery heart. All right. But the beast seems otherwise completely dispersed. Hmm. 
All right. So, so the heart is, is it laying on the ground? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, are we still in initiative? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that, that's that's all Will can do. Okay. Uh, yo, you're up. Aha! I am going to... I see this heart, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about 20, 25 feet away from you. Uh, is it still a difficult terrain? I don't know. Have you tried moving yet? Uh, I would like to move towards it. It is rough terrain. Ah, oh, damn. I will not be able to get there. But I will cast Toll the Dead on on the uh, on the on the heart. Okay. I'm pretty sure I need to saving throw. Just give me one second. Yeah. And it like does one type of damage normally or it takes more damage if it's lost health, right? Yes. Okay. This is okay. You point at one creature you can see within range. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. It failed. Oh. Okay. I'm above fifth level. It does two d twelve. Why? I'm above fifth level. But does doesn't hold the dead have a stipulation for its damage based off of whether or yeah. not? The uh, it must, it's 1d8 necrotic damage if the target is missing any of its hits po- hit points. It's not. Oh, okay. Well, then it does 2d8! <laughs> Let me... Now I have to find different dice! I tried to stop you. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah! That's five. All right. Five necrotic damage. Uh, as that happens, and it takes the necrotic damage, it's sort of the, the, the ringing bell sort of dongs near the heart, and it sort of like winces at the pain. It begins to beat rapidly, uh, and the sand and ash around you, it, um, you know, begins to swirl like up around you like a prison. Uh, make a, make a uh, grapple check. So acrobatics or athletics. I'm going to go with athletics. Yeah. Uh, we... 23. Uh, you fail. Oh. The, the sand constricts around you so thoroughly that it encases you in sand. Almost as if you are like a, like a very, like, how, do, how, how would I put it? Essentially, instead of looking like yo to the outside, it looks like there's a yo-sized golem standing there made out of sand and, and ash. Uh, yo, how long can you hold your breath? It's constitution, uh, right? Uh, yep. So it's plus three, so three minutes. Okay. That, that'll be important. Um, uh, how many rounds is this combat? <laughs> <laughs> Potentially more than 30 from what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. We in it. Uh, uh, do I breathe even though I'm dead? Are you dead right now or are you living? 
I thought we did both. We we got the oh no, that was just eating. I'm alive. I chose to live after I was up the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Three minutes. Okay. It's <laughs> um, a while. It'll be what, all right. what actions do you have left? Uh, I have another attack and a bonus action. And what weapons do you have equipped? Uh, just my axe. Okay. Um, uh-oh. All right. So what, what are your bonus action options? Uh, few and far between. Okay. I can action surge. And that's, that's not a bonus action. Oh, that's it, true. It, it, I can just, just do that. I would say it, that's a that's non-action cost though. But yeah, um, I can second wind. Nah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I, I know what I'm going to do. Um, so now that you are being completely encased in this ash and sand, uh, the casing that you're covered in begins to move your limbs outside of your control. <laughs> Rip Rooney boys. Yeah, that's not good. You you take your your weapon in both hands and over the head over your head vertically throw it at Wilt. Um make an attack roll. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. 24. That's a hit. Yeah. Roll damage? Yeah. Just yeah. just for a regular weapon hit. It's my, it's my axe, right? Yeah, you threw your axe into it. Yeah, so you, so you get necrotic damage, too. Boo. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, wait. Is the necrotic damage part of the weapon's magic, or is it... It's part of the weapon's magic, because I got it from my pack being. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, carry on. Yeah! So it's 11 slashing uh-huh. and five necrotic. So 16 total. Yeah. Can so. I action surge and punch him? No. Oh. Listen, Dylan, man. why? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're getting dangerously close to telling me to make this fight harder. And okay, I don't think you sorry. want that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've waited my entire life for this. Sit down, kid. <laughs> you want right. me to use my special pack stuff? No. Okay. No. Um, you just unlocked all of his special PvP features. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, that's so. So you guys all see that all kind of go down, like go. You know, cast a spell that seems to hurt the core, and in response, he gets cloaked in this like thick layer of sand and ash from the ground. Um, hmm. So much so that the area right next to him is bare tile almost. Uh, and and through that, he he then you know sort of very jerk jerkingly, like almost as if he's trying to resist the movements themselves. You see him grab his axe pull it through the sand, and then throw it into Wilt. Oh, God damn it. it, it I'm going to fix you, but we're going to have words later. 
Ichabod. Saying stuff. Uh, man, I had like a whole plan and then that <laughs> has made me reconsider. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> now we're gonna. We're going to stick with the plan for this turn and maybe see what happens by my next one. Uh, I am going to go ahead and cast Bless at third level. Okay. As my action. So that way I can affect all five of us in the party. Gotcha. Uh, so as a reminder to all of you, that is that you get to add a D4 to any attack rolls and saving throws. Awesome. Um, but that does not include your ability checks. So, like, if you're making a strength check to break free of a grapple, it's not going to help you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, nope, that'd be two spells in one turn. Can't do that. Uh, I'm going to move. Slightly closer to uh, to Yo. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm close. I, I want to move close enough to where like I would be able to reach him at least on my my next turn because it's difficult terrain. I have less movement than everybody else. Yeah. Okay. So like I want to be like maybe ten feet away from him. Okay. <laughs> not not There's within more. not within arm's reach, but right. No, come close over enough to intervene if I need to, but gotcha. not so close to be. Do you, you want know. to try and put yourself in between him and like and someone else in particular, or just sort of? Uh, can I get between him and uh and Wilt? Yeah, especially because um, the area around uh around Yo is no longer um, rough terrain. Cool. Then yeah, that's the plan. Be between him and Wilt, but slightly closer to Wilt. Okay, yeah, you're able to accomplish that pretty easily because um, there's no reaction for him to hit you with, so. Perfect. (laughs) uh, That's my turn. Okay. At uh, zero initiative, um, all sand effects uh, strengthen and the creature reforms. Uh, everyone affected by sand, which I think is just yo right now, make a uh, constitution save. Yeah. Um, is yo within 10 feet of me? Uh, he, it, if he is, then it would be impossible for Ichabod to be oh, between right, the two right. of you. Right. 21. Yeah. 21. All right. You're able to, you, you feel the sand begin to creep into your nose and uh, nostrils and, and mouth, but you're able to pinch your nostrils and mouth shut. Uh, 
to deny it access. What? What if I want to let it? No, I'm just kidding. I was saying, do you tell? No, 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 no. If you want to fail a fucking save, you let me know. No, no, no. <laughs> Not yet. All right. So standing again, only t- uh, you know, ten feet away from you, um, Wilt is the reformed sand creature. All right, real quick. On at the beginning of its turn, it's going to take one d four necrotic damage for the wound that I caused with the sword, unless this whole sand reforming thing negates that. Uh, yeah, because you didn't hit the core. Right. Yep. So it would make sense that it doesn't have a wound on it yet. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. All right. Math checks out. <laughs> oh boy. Well, Ripperoni. Hashtag guys. sand math. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this creature is going to just move into the same space that you're in, Wilt. Uh, I don't like it. Mm. I don't like that at um, all. You are entirely encased in a box of this sand. Uh, would you like to, or it's attempting to, would you like to make a deck save? Uh, I just jet, just decks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might as well try it. Uh, four. All right. So you attempt to throw yourself out of the way but the sand at your feet is just holding you perfectly in place to not even be able to tumble out of the way. Uh, but as this thing sort of passes over you, you are now locked inside of this hardened box of the stuff and hanging almost like a, like a, like a mirror in front of you is the core. It's eerie, ambery, honey-like light pulsing rhythmically and entrancingly. Make a charisma saving throw. Oh man. Okay. Well, that I'm good at those. That's that's good. Don't forget your D4 from Bless. Oh yeah. Okay. That might that might help quite a bit here. Hey. Okay. Twenty. Total. Yeah. Twenty total. Okay. Yeah. That that you can see that this thing is trying to lower your defenses, lower your guard, and mesmerize you with its with its unworldly shimmer. Uh, but you're able to maintain your discipline and not lose yourself to the beauty, despite how otherworldly it is. Uh, but no matter how you try and move your face, the core just shifts around the box to maintain contact with your eyes. Uh, but a, a sort of lash from you causes the box to break down and shatter into hardened uh sand shards in all directions within the room. Everyone except for Yo make a deck saving throw. Including me? Yes. You do okay. a disadvantage, actually. 21. Okay. Ugh. <sighs> 10. Natural 20. Which, okay. Uh, gives me enough 21 total <laughs> uh, so you, math. you met the rangers roll <laughs> you mean you roll listen that's the save you're good at right i'm complimenting yeah. you oh okay 
Is Bless a time effect or a one-off? It's it a time. Lasts for a minute, as long as I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then let me let me hit that D four. All right. So it's a thirteen. Okay. So I'm fine. So. You guys got to try the sand stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> uh, Wilt and Lockton both take twenty one points of damage. The other two yeah. party members only take ten. Shit, that's me. Uh, and concentration check. Oh, thank goodness. We're good. <sighs> Come on, man. That's 10 damage. You got that. I, yeah, but, you know, there's there's a chance. I know, I know. <laughs> so you're saying there's a, there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> my, my wife ordered chocolate milk the other day, and I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> that yep. makes me so happy. It's so good. Call it chalky milk. Yeah. Fantastic. What Disney wants you to do, stop. <laughs> I've seen the Baby Yoda memes. Yeah, I don't feel like oh, Disney might have made them. I don't mm. know. I can't say for sure. Who's to say? Not uh, me. All right. So that's its action. Um, in this motion, it is going to have lost its form again uh, and has thrown its core uh, to a different edge of the room. Um, if if we're putting Wilts back to Yo, whose back is to um, Red Claw and Lockton, whose back is to the door that you all came from, it's to the right side of the room now. Okay. So if you guys are going back and looking up at the image of this room, it's on the north corner. Okay. Distances. I mean, to to the furthest away from anybody is from like Red Claw and Lockton, and it's only like fifteen feet away. This is not a massive okay. chamber. That's what I was checking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So with that, um, it is Red Claw's turn. Two questions, Dungeon Master. Sure. Is there sand under my feet? Yes. Are there any climbable like areas? Or, what do the walls look like? Are they smooth walls? Are they bricked walls? They're bricked. Okay, so I know I'm going to die for this, but I'm going to say it anyways because it's what Red Claw would say. <laughs> I guess in times of pandemonium like this, we got to call in the bears, and we're going to use Conjure Animal to summon two brown bears that have large red mohawks down the back of their backs. Okay. And I'm going to look at both of them. Marek, Baloo, see that red thing? Fuck it up. And then we are going to use bonus action to cast my Circle of the Shepherd special ability. We're going to put a giant glowing bear in the center of the room. Okay. So everybody, so it's a 60-foot radius, so I assume it affects all party members. Easily, yeah. Okay. Uh, Everybody gets five bonus temporary hit points. Nice. And you have advantage on strength checks. Oh, awesome. That's good. I'm going to then take my movement to try and climb up the wall 15 feet. Okay. I mean, the room is hardly that tall, but yes. Or how to get out of the sand. I have seen the sand take over my Yakfo (laughs) friend. I am a tiny elf. Yeah, I I hear you. You don't want none of that. 
I would uh, like to punch the elf. So yeah, you're you're like clung up, uh, bracing against, um, like two of the walls. So like that that like upper right corner, you're like kind of like that. Yeah. Uh. So. Hey, Dylan. Sorry, guys. Dylan. It, there's like this weird thumping coming through your your line. It's never like bump, 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 bump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was hearing it too, but I was just trying to toughen through it. <laughs> Enjoy. I'll that. silence my stuff when I'm not talking. Okay. Uh. So, uh, how do we want to roll initiative for the bears? Do they come in at my initiative, or do you want me to roll individual? Um, I'm sure that it's it's legislated somewhere which of the two to do. I'm fine with them just going on your initiative just for the simplicity of it. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna point to the red orb. Get it! And they're gonna run their you know, they have forty move speed, so yeah, in different twenty. Yeah, they get there. All right, uh multi attack. They're both just gonna attack in tandem. I'm gonna start with a bite attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a 10 and an 18. The 18 hits. All right, 18 hits. So that's 1d8 plus 5. Donde esta? 13 damage from the bite attack. Okay. Uh, and- hold on. Does... Uh... Yeah, okay. Is that its entire action? Is that in the... Multi attacks is a bonus action, or is it just all part of the same action? So, according to the script that I have here, it's under actions, multi attack. The bear makes okay. two attacks one with its bite, one with its claws. Yeah, yeah. okay. Let, let it rip. All right. So, we're just going to roll for both of them again. I got a, a nine and a 26. All right. I assume the. The nine does not hit. Yeah. Solid, solid assessment. Okay. Uh, so Baloo's on fire. He's going to roll his 2d6 for his claw. Wow. Why did I open my mouth? So one plus one is two plus five is seven. Okay. All right. After, and that's both of the bear's attacks. Yeah. So I just got it all out of the way at the same time. Gotcha. Um, they both hit, right? So... One so Baloo, one bear got his bite attack and his claw attack, and the other bears failed twice. Okay. okay, so the bear that did hit it, um, the heart is going to pulse uh, rapidly, and the sand around the base of that bear is going to uh, sort of spiral up and wrap around the bear. It needs to make a grapple check, athletics or acrobatics. Uh, we're going to go with athletics because it's a strength check. Uh, yeah, good luck. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, strength check, yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go with manage. Uh, let's see. So 17 plus 4 is 21. Uh, 21? Nah, that's not enough. Woo! Goodbye, Sorry, Blue. I, I rolled really good. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so yeah, this thing is going to also get the, the yo treatment of being cloaked in a heavy layer of sand. Um, when that happens, can I say something as a free action? Sure. Will, look out for the axe! 
that's like on the ground next to him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, does that bear have any ac- a- a- actions left? I imagine it doesn't. It does not. It is. It's only action is multi-attack. Gotcha. All right. So it does nothing, but if it's still cloaked in sand on its next turn, let me know. Okay. Because uh, it's going to like try and kill the other bear or something. Spoilers, I guess. No. <laughs> They're brothers. I have a whole RP thing about it. It's going to be rough. Uh, Lockton. <clears throat> Lockton is going to um, begin to sing a dwarven mining song. Uh, as he grabs his weapon uh, and turns it so he's swinging the the other side of the weapon and he is going to take his action to strike multiple concussive blows in a diagonal line across Yo's back, uh, cracking, cracking, and shattering the sand mold on him. Uh, and he takes his whole turn to pull the majority of the sand off. Yo, you are freed from the sand prison. Aww. <laughs> thank you. That's pretty badass. I will be like, oh, thank you, friend. Uh, it was getting stuffy in there. You can see that there are several, like, v- vase shards stuck into uh, Lockton. Mm, of like hardened sand shrapnel. You should talk to uh, Red Claw. He could fix that. I cannot. Because we never got him his armor, right? No, we got uh, him his armor. No, he put it on. Oh, that's right. Because he uh, he made it incinerate the thing that was wearing it. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. about that. All right. Next is Wilt. All right. Uh, Wilt is going to trudge up to the heart, which it's still on the ground, right? Yes. Okay. He's going to trudge up to the heart and say, all right, you try to mesmerize me and you trap my friends. Enough. Time to die. And he's going to throw his sword. Well, not throw his sword. He's going to bring his sword down on it uh, and hopefully hit. Okay. Uh, 22. Well, 25. Yeah, with bless. Uh, 25 you said to hit? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to smite again. Doing uh, another thunderous smite. Okay. Maximize the thunder damage again. Yep. So that's uh, seven normal damage. And 12 thunder damage again. Okay. And again, another boom erupts from his sword, uh, displacing the creature. I mean, it's just the heart on the floor, so I guess it doesn't have to make the prone saving throw. No, but what does happen is it does see if it gets formed back or not, because it did fail that check, which means it takes 2d6 additional damage from being pushed into a wall that it can't move through. It takes another 8 damage from that. Sweet. Uh, So this this core... Uh, I still got another attack. No, no, you don't. Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) Because the core gets whacked so hard by your blow that it splatters on the wall. 
and all of the sand and ash no longer moves on its own accord. All of it falls limp off of everybody that it's still on. So goes the enemies of Yao. Remember that. It'll sheathe his sword and start walking away. Is the uh, crust gone from the wall or the door specifically? Yes. Like, like I said, all of the sand and ash that has been like animated in this room has all fallen flat. Um, Will, make a charisma save, though. Yep. Oh, bless on that. That's a uh, 31. Okay. Uh, there's a, <laughs> you hear a siren's song, this sweet, odd tones in your ear as you look at the splattered core on the wall. Uh, but you're able to shake it off as just the music thrumming in your heart from your victory. Uh, Eden, um, sorry, Red Claw, have your bears make charisma saves. Oh, oh uh, man. unlike Winnie the Pooh, these are not charismatic bears. So that is a negative one uh-huh. and a seven. Okay, both of the bears do not listen to your commands and just sit and stare at the splattered core. Gotcha. Uh, so at that, I'm going to dispel Conjure Animals? They don't. You no longer are controlling the spell, but they do not disappear. Cool. I don't have time to worry about that. Gentlemen, the bears aren't listening to me, and I can't dispel them. But after what happened here, Volk's probably in a lot of trouble. We need to go check on the phoenix. I agree. Doc, what does... Uh, does anyone look behind them as you all leave? Nope. I'll go. Yeah. I, yeah, I would double check on Baloo and Merrick. Um, Quick thing. Yeah. Can I summon my axe back to me? Yes. Fantastic. You just want to be able to throw it at somebody else. Then. <laughs> I don't Sorry. Know let, me, let me ask one question. Is summoning your weapon to your hand something your character can do? Yeah, because it's my packed weapon. I thought so, but I also didn't want to just like give you that power. And not make sure you could. Uh, I I wouldn't try to summon it. Uh, so yeah, to those who look back, both of the bears. Um, now, when you summon the bears, do they take like a fae like appearance normally? I will read this spell. Or do Con- they do they look like normal beasts? You summon fae spirits that take the form of beasts and appear in unoccupied spaces gotcha. that you. Okay, so these bears just easily enough for you to determine have lost their fey like look. These things look just like regular bears uh, and have begun to lick uh, and feed themselves the cores like honey like uh, look. Uh, that's not good. Boys, we gotta turn around. Uh, the bears, they're real bears and they're eating the core. I have a feeling that's gonna bite us in the ass if we don't deal with it now. All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna walk. We need over. to put them down. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not put the bears down yet. Uh, you don't know what that core can do. It tried to speak to me twice. Now we need to get rid of it. 
and get rid of the things that are eating it. In light of that new information I didn't have before. <laughs> okay, we're putting those bears down. Let's go. All right. Uh, so as you guys sort of saunter over to, you know, semi-casually kill these two bears, because these are, I'm going to spoil it. These things aren't threats to you. I mean, these things are like, what, CR1, CR2 bears? CR1. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry. Like, <laughs> you guys have those bad, man. You guys are ninth level adventurers. These things are not a threat. I'm not, I'm not going to make you go into uh, <clears throat> initiative to fight them unless you really, really want to. Um, so, you guys sort of brandish your weapons and walk over to dispatch these bears. Uh, but as you approach, one of the bear, both of the bears stop feasting and turn their heads in unison. Uh, and they like sort of turn around to square up as if to fight you all. But one of the bears stands up tall on its hind legs uh, and has its arms kind of like wide apart, like a, like a sort of a intimidation stance that a bear would normally do. But the second bear uh, takes both of its four limbs and like, stabs its claws into the collarbone area of the first bear and like rakes down and then pulls as if it was flaying the bit, the first bear open and inside is not just the other wall behind it, but a swirling mist, like a portal. And the second bear just walks in and disappears. What? At that, uh, uh, Yo is just gonna, as he's walking to it, just pivot off one hoof and just turn around and walk back towards the door. <laughs> Everything is fine here. It's been taken care of. Is the portal still open? Yes, and the yeah. bear that is making up the perimeter of the portal is beginning to slowly waddle towards the party with its jaw slack open and its tongue on the side. Oh, oh shit. Uh, oh. Um, I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Cause Fear at second level. Okay. And try to make this thing afraid of me and not come closer. It is no longer a creature. Good enough for me. We're gonna we're gonna take this to the next level. We're gonna hunters mark that bad boy. Can you hunters mark objects? That is a great. I think you can because you can track one second. Because, <laughs> like I said, this thing is not a creature anymore. Fine, I'm going to. You choose a I creature. Got one more. I'm gonna. Yeah, but I'm gonna cast shatter on it. Okay. Uh-huh. Ooh. There you go. Are we going to let that go, or did you want to try and mark it first? It, it is market creature. Okay. I cannot mark it. All right. So, yeah, you 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 cast Shatter. Does it get a save or anything, or do you just do damage? I just do damage because it is. Well, I mean, I don't know that it's a creature. Yeah, it's an object. Like, so if there's yeah, special rules for objects, just go with that. Yeah, uh, but it's my other far away spell. The only one that I have. <laughs> and I ain't getting close. <laughs> I ain't getting close to it. Um, uh, 
A non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried takes damage if it's in So it just fails, and it takes 3d8 thunder damage. All right. Twelve damage. So the the shatter it, the the imagine. So all of us here have seen John Carpenter's The Thing, right? Yes. Yep. So this thing makes noises akin to the kennel scene. Oh no! And just flops apart into dozens of, of meaty pieces on the ground. Uh, I do not like this. Uh, Does the portal remain? No, the portal dissipates okay. the moment the the it, the framing of the bare flesh falls apart. Oh, okay, good. But as that as the magic sort of disappears, you can see about half a dozen meaty red tendrils had extended through, reaching towards the party, but disappear as the magic does. Oh. That was some uh, quick thinking, yo. I very much appreciate not having to get close to that. I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't very much thinking. I was just very scared of it, and I wanted it to die. <laughs> Likewise. All right. Problem solved here. Let's go check on Volk in the Phoenix. Hey, I'm sorry about your bear friend. His name was uh, Bl- Blair. How do you say? Baloo. Yeah, bl- blue. Like the color, Baloo. Uh, yeah, you, you get uh, you get apologies for for the bear, but you threw your axe at me, and everything's fine. That, sure, but, sure. Yes. No, that's fine. Listen, listen. I'm going to be honest with you. That was not me. Do you think I would throw you throw an axe at you? No. Put you okay. in a jar? Maybe. Throw axe? Uh, not my style. Well, well, that's fair. I am sorry style. that you. I am sorry that your uh, feelings. Uh, no, my my body was hurt. Boys, quite all right. That's Boys, let's, let's go. Let's have this conversation upstairs now. Uh, yes, on our way. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. All right, I fly. <laughs> Do you? In my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how excited the DM was like. Do you? <laughs> well, so, fly, so many traps up there fly away from this situation <laughs> all right so the you all leave uh through the <clears throat> side chamber door uh exit go back outside and around and find volk the i believe the the status of the phoenix was it, it was uh questionable well it was an egg wasn't it no nah, it was no, it was it was born and deformed and had like yeah, three beaks. that's right that's right had like a mouth coming out of its face like most of us. I mean, a hand coming out of its face. Like none of us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. And then you had your undead buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is Jenkin. You say so, that as right. his name is uh, Jenkins. Okay. Jenkins. I like it better the second one. His okay. name is Jenkins. <laughs> All right. His name is Jinkies. You're milking this dry. <laughs> uh, 
I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you guys uh, catch up with your with your with your familiars, and uh, what now? Uh, I would like to leave now, please. I thought we were going to perform a ritual to save the bird. Yeah. Well, it's going to walk up and check the check the phoenix and see how it's holding up. Uh, it seems to be on death's door. We don't have much time on this one. We need to do something now or it will die. Let us do the ritual together. Possibly we are all of uh, magical abilities and we will uh, do this together and maybe do it quicker. Uh, or make life work. Oh, and I have to double check how a certain spell is worded. All right, don't worry, we'll wait. Yeah. I'm like the bird's dying. <laughs> no need to be shitty. <laughs> I'm just joking, and everyone knows that. <laughs> this is true. Um. All right, I forget because I have not played a class that has to prepare spells uh-huh. before. Can I? Like, h- how long does it take me to to reprepare different spells? So the big determiner is: um, is it a ritual spell? Because I believe as a cleric, you have ritual casting, just like base to cleric. And if you're, what you're trying to cast has the ritual tag, you do not have to prepare it to cast it. Uh, it does not. Do I have that prepared? I do have that prepared. Never mind. I'm dumb. Okay. I was looking at the wrong list of my spells. Because otherwise, unless your class has a specific thing that denotes it, I'm pretty sure you have to take a long rest to prepare a different set of spells. That sounds correct. Um, but I, I was looking at my spell list incorrectly. Okay. What what, what uh, spell were you looking to cast? Uh, Revivify. I wanted to check if that specifically said humanoid or just creature. Right. And what does Revivify do? Uh, a creature that has... Where are we at? We just had you. Goddamn spellbook apps. There should be a better way to do this. There probably is. Uh, you touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. Okay. Although that's actually probably not the spell that I would want to do for this. Nor can it restore missing body parts. That's definitely not the spell that I want for this. What did we uh what did we land on last week? Uh we were talking possibly about a mercy kill, but I I forget where we where we ended up. There, I remember there being some contention about a mercy kill. Right. I, I forgot where we landed. Anybody else remember? I think we were for it, but we needed to cleanse the area. So it Right. Right. There, there was an idea of like idea. mercy killing and burning it in a, a pyre here. Yes. See if it would be reborn correctly. Yeah. But this place is definitely tainted. Right. So we need to do some sort of sanctification of it. Yeah. 
I have a spell that may do that. I just would have to prepare it, and it would take me a long time to to do. How? I mean, how long? Are we talking like long rest time, or uh, we're talking? I would need a long rest to then prepare this spell, and the casting time is twenty four hours. Oh my! Wow, that's a big magic. Okay, correct. <laughs> uh, it is an effort. Boys, mama didn't raise no bitch. We can do this. Yeah, you know what? It's a phoenix. Like, yeah, yeah let's, let's do fucking it. do it. Yeah, I mean, if, right. if only there was also like really powerful druid magic around. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm allowed to help with it, I will. But I don't know any mechanic that lets me speed up that. There's no. I don't have a powerful magic druid spell because I'm only level five druid. Well, what about like a really powerful druid? You mean like not real? Elder Wilting Rose that I'm concerned I'll never be able to talk to again because the Archdruid's dead. Don't play games with me. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, there's something on all of your guys' character sheet that you might be forgetting. I have Archdruid's Blessing. Yeah. Yeah, that's still there. Okay. Oh, yay. Why don't we all use uh, our Archdruid Blessing that they just remembered? <laughs> I uh, I think it could work. Maybe his last wish to uh, bring something of the forest back. So, hmm. I want to walk over the the the, the fire the fireplace. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to take my my axe out with the archdruid's blessing. I'm just gonna. The blessing's think- in you, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought it was in the weapons. No, 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 no. He blessed you guys. Oh, the well, weapons were the weapons were forged with the druidic's magic. Okay, but remember, like the first time you guys met the arch druid, he blessed you all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to grab the bird, grab the phoenix, the baby phoenix, and I'm going to sit down, cross leg, and I'm going to put it in my lap, and then I'm going to put my hand on it, and I'm going to put my hand on the fire. And I'm just going to think about ma- like bringing the, 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 the purifying flame back. Okay, uh, make a spell casting check. Yeah. If, uh, if Wilt can like mirror that on the other side of it and kind of do the same action with him okay. to help out. You can also roll. Okay. Anyone else going to help? Yeah. yeah, I'll throw my d20 in there. Okay. That's a flaccid 20. Sorry, do we add any modifiers to this? I forgot. Just your spell casting. Imagine you were casting a spell. Yeah, flaccid 22. Wow. I rolled a 13 plus 7. 24. Dice is hot tonight. 21. So, you all sort of, for an hour, maintain this ritual, locked in stands guard. And over the course of that ritual, you all can feel this lump, this warmth that's been within you, that's sheltered away the coldness of the night, that's kept at bay the nightmares a little bit. You feel it walk out of you as if it was your own shadow separating from your path. You all can see a visage of the archdruid walk out of you of your stature 
and walk into the fire, turning the flames green. The whole room is warm, and all of the evil red vines that had been pulsing through the stone of this building sort of wither and re-blossom as green vines. And this effect spreads over and over. Further out, you all can see as you close your eyes, your 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 point of view takes to the skies up outside the ziggurat. You can see the little green flame as you as you sort of fly up and higher. And you can see in all directions the wood is turned. Evil and decrepit and it's moving forward like a living fire of corruption. But blooming out from the green flame a several mile wide circle of cleansed forest takes root. And you are all in that place. And as your consciousnesses 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 return to your bodies, you all know that there is several there there is a mile in every direction of cleansed wood. And the peace, even just temporarily, has returned to this part of the Great Forest. And you all can hear the Archdruid's laughter on the breeze as when you sort of break out of the ritual, you can see what erupts from the green flames is indeed that old, withered, mutated-looking phoenix born anew as a full adult phoenix. And as it steps its clawed talons down the pyre to stand amongst you all as tall as Yo on its feet, filling the room with its gentle but intensely capable warmth, it bows its head, and you all can hear its voice very gently. Saviors. Kin. Let us burn this place clean. You all now have a cohort that is a fucking phoenix. <laughs> yes! Yes! Fuck that me. was so fucking good! <laughs> I told you we should save the bird. <sighs> I got chills! Fuck yeah! So much clipping. I'm so sorry. I'd like to pet it. It's it's like running your hands on warm sand from the beach. Thanks, I love it. <laughs> uh, wow. Very, uh, good job, guys. Very good. Very proud of us. Um. Hmm. All of you guys watched uh, our lesson, by the way. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I expected as much. Worth it. Probably. I f- I feel as though we can um breathe easy now. 
at least for a moment, it would be wise to take the most of it. Maybe get some undisturbed rest and get to know our new friend here. That does sound good. Uh, Bird, is there any business that needs to be done here? Any more cleansing? The phoenix shakes its head. Good. What What may we call you? It seems to ponder this deeply. Uh, until it says... Do any of you speak celestial? Yep. Oh. Nope. Uh, it's, it says its name in celestial, and for Ichabod's benefit, it essentially, you recognize that it's like a cute, like, chirpy permit, uh, pomen... What is the what is the word? Uh, pomento. When it's like it, it's playing off of the sound of something. Uh, Hold on, my wife's an English teacher. I was gonna say, like, yeah, <laughs> hard. Like when you oh. are saying that a word, you're saying a word that like sounds like an action. It's like a pomento, pomento. Oh, onomatopoeia. An, Is it automatopoeia? I'm going to look this up later. Yeah, so automatopoeia sounds like what it says. But like splat is an automatopoeia. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's a its name is like an automatopoeia of like a chirping bird, a crackling fire. And it, the word vaguely sounds like the celestial word for sacred flame. Oh. Your junior is a good name. I like it as well. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <clears throat> well, uh, Sacred Flame, the junior of Yao. It is uh, it is very nice to meet you. Always want the children. It's nice. Um, so uh, Wilt's gonna busy himself with making a, a camp. Um, something like he's gonna spend extra time making it homey. Okay. Uh, with the hopes of a good night's rest. Mm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. I'll, uh, um, I'll help with setting up camp. While you guys set up camp, Lockton sits in the middle of camp and casts Prayer of Healing twice. All right. Hell, hell yes. The point of that is that you guys are, despite only taking a short rest, you're probably maxed out on your HP. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, while you guys set up camp, Red Claw is going to go out with bulk into some of the cleansed forest. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, you haven't seen forests like this normal since your first outing from the camp, like before you even met the graveyard the first time. Okay. Um, I just want to perform like a quick ritual if I can. Yeah. I'm going to use Druidcraft to create a small grouping of flowers outside. And I'm just going to say goodbye to the Archdruid because knowing that blessing was gone means that he's really, he's really gone. Yeah. And that hits hard for or Red Claw. Absolutely. That's it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, once camp is set up, I want to go over and talk to uh, Lockton. 
Um, just kind of ask how he's holding up because if I remember correctly, he knew that he was tainted by some of the corruption, right? Similar to how my arm was. Right. Just kind of, I don't know, kind of give him a, a checkup, so to speak. See how, how that is spreading like if it's centralized or something like that. <clears throat> he, he claims to be better. He seems to f- say that he, he feels better after whatever it was you all did. Uh, it was clearly powerful druid magic that you all learned from somewhere. But whatever it was, it, it has made whatever he was ail- ailed by suppressed. He hasn't, he feels pretty good actually. Okay. And does he does he have any marks on him? Like he, he's feeling better, but so are there I, any like, I'm, actual marks of the corruption? I'm trying to remember how I like said they manifested on him. I, I don't recall either. <laughs> uh but let's say that whatever intensity they had has almost suppressed down to like a bruising almost. Okay. So, like, it's clearly not gone, but it's regressed for sure. Okay. Um, I can't carry out that plan until we long rest. So, I'll, I'll just accept that for now and kind of contemplate what can maybe be done about that. For the evening while I go back to helping with camp. Okay. So it you guys have the first peaceful night of rest in weeks. Hmm. Like that sentence itself is simple, but Knowing what you went through today, knowing what you've been sleeping through, you know, night after night after night to to simply lay your head down and then wake up the next morning without fear of realer than life nightmares or paranoia setting in about your comrades or anything. Just wake up still in your bed. And rested. Feels fucking good. Oh, well, I don't know about you, gents, but that's about the best night's sleep I've had in a very long time. And Wilt stands up um, and walks out of the ziggurat and just takes a huge deep breath in of the untainted greenness around them. Uh, Yo is going to wake up, uh, do the eye thing, uh, and he is going to be dead today. Okay. So he looks a little bit more... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Dead? Uh, Dead. Yeah, he doesn't have that same. 
his 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 fur has a a grayer tint to the edges of it. He's uh, very gaunt looking, but you know he's still yeah. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, it's a beautiful day to be alive. <laughs> uh, breakfast, anyone? I have uh, rations and uh, more rations and uh, chalky milk. That sounds great, yo. <laughs> Good. It's it's pretty apparent to all of us the state that yo's in, right? Like, he, there's no hiding that he's no. yeah it's, different. It's... But we we knew about this, right? Like, right. we knew that he he fluctuates these states. All right. Well, I, hopefully we can trust your uh, taste buds in that state, but uh, breakfast sounds good. What are you talking about? Well, uh, the dead aren't known for their cuisine. Have you ever had dead cuisine? I'm no. pretty sure. Most That's why they're not known for it. I don't know. Most meats that you eat are dead. So the dead tastes pretty all right. Well, we'll see what you can come up with. All right. Here's the ration. And I hand him a pre-made ration. So uh, <laughs> so I finally come up with how I'm going to refer to the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we're going to I am at least going to affectionately refer to it as Chirp Crisp. <laughs> I love it. Or CC for short. Yeah. Yeah. So CC is going to cast uh, Detect Good and Evil uh, because it just can at will. Sure. And is going to give a real leery eye for a moment and then just sort of accept that this is the status of things and not really get too pent up about it. But Am Am I evil though? No, but Good and Evil Detect... So... Protection and detection of good and evil are placeholder titles from what those spells used to do. Okay. Because, like, in 3, 5, and 4th and shit, protection and detection of good and evil spells would protect you, like, give you bonuses or give you the ability to perceive supernaturally entities that were on the alignment chart in that way or another. What they do in this, in 5th edition is they protect you or give you the supernatural ability to detect certain classifications of creature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So like uh, detect good and evil doesn't detect good and evil characters. What it does is it detects the presence of like undead, fey, celestial, uh, demon, A- devil. That's Aberrations, fey, and feeds. Thank you. Yeah, you had. A, I have the spell pulled up. Yeah, does it do it to undead it. as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it specifically says undead. Same thing for protection. Okay, yeah. So don't 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 get it, don't get caught up in the lingo of it. It's no, I got you. It's one of the one of the spells that really should have gotten a rework in its title, but 
and just didn't. Yeah, just didn't get retitled. That's fine. Yeah, I thought I'd just leave it alone. I like the idea of protection from an alignment. Well, the, as I'm sure you guys have noticed, 5th edition doesn't really participate in the alignment, in the alignment chart very much, which I think what? isn't a bad decision on the overall, but it I think it does. It's by one grape. Yeah. It, there's some things that they've lost by not participating with that system, but it's not the biggest deal. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll look at the bird. What is wrong, CC? Is, are you okay? You seem dead. Oh, no, I am not seeming. I, I am dead. CC narrows her eyes again. I mean, I'm not a bad kind of dead. Uh, I don't know how to explain, but I walk in between the different realms. I work for God of Death. It's much easier to work for a man. Go to where he, his business is. You know, I'm just, it's like putting on a new pair of pants. Cece just sort of shakes her head and says, complicated dead. Uh, complicated <laughs> life. Anyways, I, I, if you do not trust me, I understand. Do you, uh, uh, <laughs> she doesn't really pursue it. She just try, can't really wrap her head around the concept. I get you. Like, I know that phoenixes are intelligent, but they're not like, I mean, this is a rather abstract concept. Agree. I uh, understand. Anyway. All right. Um, well, after breakfast, uh, where do you say we go from here, Joe? Uh, I I need to take care of something first. Anything that I can help you with? Uh, you actually might. Excellent. Um, I'm going to take a little bit after we eat to kind of set up a, a space. Um, so just, just to confirm with you, EM, before we continue. Yeah. When they cured me of my corruption, they cut off my arm with a blade similar to how they have blessed ours, correct? Yes. And then they did a spell that made my arm be how it is. Right. Okay. So just to, to make sure that my idea here is not like outlandish and ridiculous from your mm -hmm. perspective. Sure. Uh, what I'm planning to do is I'm going to execute Lockton with my, you know, silver edged blessed sword. And then I'll take the hour to cast raise dead to ideally bring him back in a, a purified clean state kind of cleanse him of what's left of the corruption to be certain. Does that make sense? Is that a reasonable conclusion to reach? You said you're going to cast Raise Dead. Uh, raise Dead. Fifth level spell. Bring somebody back to life without the same limitations as Revivify. Okay. I don't have like true resurrections out of the question, but this strikes me as a you know, if if my sword itself is supposed to be 
removing the corruption in a way, you know, because we were testing it on the, the plants to make sure. Okay. Um, so let's get into it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so as, I don't think I have a better version of this. As a DM, uh-huh. resurrection magic is super sketchy to me. Correct. Because it can really dampen uh, the the like how scary death is. Right. So and, and like th- this isn't a, a spell that I would I would consider doing lightly. But yeah. So so since this is technically the first time a player has cast raise dead in the attempts to, you know, raise a person from death. Here's what I'm going to say is the the cost. Oh, actually, hold on. My my plan does not work. Eh, maybe. Depends on what the sword does. Well, wh- why but, do you think it doesn't? Why are you faltering? Uh, because reading over the text again for Raised Dead, uh, this spell doesn't, however, remove magical diseases, curses, or similar effects. Right. They aren't first removed prior to casting the spell. Gotcha. So for you to do this, you would have to kill him, carve out the infection with one of the blessed weapons, and then cast Raise Dead. Okay. Um, All right. So, with... Because what does that spell cost normally? Uh, 500 gold pieces worth of diamonds. Right. An hour casting time. So I'm going to say that in addition, Mm -hmm. a being who knows how to resurrect the dead Mm -hmm. gains a tally mark every time they raise something. Okay. And when that tally mark reaches or breaches their proficiency modifier, consequences happen that's a i i like that idea that's a good way to balance that out yeah that's that's tasty so someone write that down so we can make that law Mm -hmm. if uh he has help from someone that also knows how to raise dead Uh uh-huh well, uh, all right. So hold on. That, that's kind of the thing. Is this is raised dead to bring him back as like a living, breathing, everything he no. was before, not as a a undead. <laughs> Never mind. I I want no part of him because that's a different spell, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's weird to me that raised dead is like how it is, but that I feel like that that should be named slightly different. Yeah, but because. Yo, what do you cast when you make a, a zombie buddy? I can't. sorry. Give me one sec. I'm looking for it. Animate dead. Animate dead. That's what I was looking for. Okay. <clears throat> so now that we've given this enough time, yeah. If you guys want to go through this process, you'll have to talk locked into it. But right, I, I imagine that would work. Okay, uh, I'm typing up your your cool 
new rule as we speak. I appreciate it. So, uh, how do you try and role play this out with Lockton? Uh, give me one moment and I will begin that, that thought process. I just wanted to make sure that like, this wasn't a, a moment where the DM looks at you and is like, that's a terrible idea and isn't remotely close to how this event should work. Right. In the brief interim, um, Wilt is going to ask Cece if um, she can fly up and give us a literal bird's eye perspective of where we should be heading next. Uh Okay, hold on. Let me see what spells are. Can they fly? Can they fly? Yes. Yeah, it's a dumb question, but still, it's D&D. You never know. Yep. They can fly 90 feet a turn. It's pretty good. Is is that... That is how you worded this correctly. When a player that can bring a creature back to life meets a number of resurrections equal to their proficiency modifier, there will be... There will then be consequences to the tampering the forces of life and death. Yeah, that's that's a slightly more RPE way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. with the implied ominous yeah. of it all, which it should have. We're gonna right. go ahead and bend that. Yeah, I helped create a house. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, whenever people are are. Done with their other odds and ends they would like to do. I'll I'll begin talking with Lockton. Okay, so uh, CC returns and tells you that there is a large tower of wretched flesh growing to the south. It is taller than the trees. All right. Lovely. Well, at least we have a direction. And she says that it's surrounded by a barren bone wasteland. Sounds like home. I might uh, be able to help with We'll see. So, go ahead, Ichabod. All right. So a- after breakfast and everything, I'll uh, I'll go over and I'll kind of sit with Lockton. A moment. I'll be like, all right, son. Been weighing the options, and I think I think that I can I can cure you of of the blight that affects you. Lockton seems unsure of how to handle that at first. Like you can see him sort of like rest his hand on where the corruption is on him. Mm-hmm. It I won't lie to you. It won't 
be a pleasant experience. And it'll hurt. Uh, but you'll you'll be out for most of it. You'll be out for the worst of it. Lockton sort of seems to really chew on the offer and, and sits there. You can see. Where, whereabouts is, is the corruption in him? I don't think I heard specifically like where. <clears throat> I've been vague on purpose because I forgot. Okay. Um, and we've sort of collectively have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I haven't gone back and checked, so I don't want to like rat at anything, but let's Burr. just assume that it's in his, in his torso somewhere. Okay. I'll kind of, he, he has a, a holy symbol of sorts, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll kind of, you know, look to that and I'll move my beard out of the way. Uh, show my, my pendant. It's a, a carving of the rune mother. We pray to different things, and it's to bring someone back is a gift the Rune Mother does not grant us frequently. He doesn't respond. He just shakes his head as if to agree with, you know, to say, no, 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 it doesn't. While your your prayers result in the creation of wonderful armaments, mine are more to bring a close to someone's chapters of life. And I can bring a close to this one and then reopen that book to let you start fresh. He's sort of still wordless, um, nods gently, and then stands up and sort of looks over your party. You know, he like knocks on the plates of his armor and sort of looks to you and says, Greybeard, you and your friends have brought me back my honor. I would not have been able to best what lies here without your help. I would not have been able to reclaim my right. I promised that in return, I would give you all a victory and I intend to to die by that word. But should you truly pay the price that you mean to pay, then I would ask you take me as your apprentice. I can be done. This is all over. Our work's done. The contract fulfilled. And with that, he sort of extends his his gauntlet at hand. Take his hand. I'll shake it. Says, do what needs to be done. All right. Yep. No. Kill him. <laughs> nah. Just rip all the fucking I cut off his head. <laughs> Yo. You you can't help still. Um 
Yes, I believe I can help maybe contact. I, I want you to, to help. Hold him still. Make sure okay. he doesn't flinch. I don't I don't question his integrity. Is that the right word? Ah. Conviction. But, okay. but it is it is reflex to, to resist. Agreed. Um, uh, make sure his beard doesn't get, get clipped. It would quite the disgrace were that to happen. Yes. Uh, before we go uh, hacking and whacking, uh, would you like me to contact my uh, boss on the other side? Maybe nah. to protect him from things that might not be too kind to someone just standing and waiting to be resurrected? We could just wing it. I think I'll be, be okay. All right. I was about to say, this is my first time. I'm sure this is. It's, it's, uh, it, it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It'll be fine. It will be fine. <laughs> so Lockton doffs his armor uh, mm-hmm. and lays or sits in whatever position you guys have situated. Uh, I figured I would find kind of a, a stump okay. or something for him to, to lean forward over. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll say a prayer and raise up my, my silvered executioner sword. And just and I'll, I'll hold the tried and true one clean swing through the neck. All right. Uh, so as you bring the, the blade down, mm-hmm. he doesn't budge an inch. Uh, there's just a a soft exhale that Yo can feel as the blade comes down. All right. And I'll go ahead and I'll make sure to to set the head safely, comfortably. Nothing happens to it. Uh, And I'll, I'll get to work None of us have one of the, like, none of us have, like, a dagger or something that's treated with this, do we? We all had larger weapons, didn't we? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, then this this will be the hardest part. <laughs> Trying to to cut out the, the bad bits with the, uh, the end of an executioner's sword. <laughs> well, I was going to say, who else has a weapon? That might be smaller. I mean, does Red does Red Claw have like a hand weapon? That's true. Uh, Red Claw, what what was your silvered weapon that was blessed? My arrows. Ah, well, man, could work. Let me, <laughs> let me double check. I mean, my longsword might be smaller than yours, but it's just gonna it's gonna be just as cumbersome. Just as terrible. Yeah, I have a quarter. Plus it does necrotic damage. I don't think you want to do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Then I have. I also have a mace. That's it. That's not helping. I have a battle axe. <laughs> I could just leave it off. Delicate so, surgery is, is uh, <laughs> not our forte. <laughs> so what does transpire over the course of the next several hours is uh, a medicine check. Okay. Can I assist... Are you proficient in medicine? Well, I'm going to go with no. Okay. But let me make a case. No. I am. 
Oh, but I embalm like bodies all the time. <laughs> That's thing. not the same. So I have a plus nine in medicine. I'm proficient. Were you, are yeah. you going to help Ichabod? Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right. So that's advantage, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 27. <laughs> <laughs> natural 19 with my plus eight. <laughs> what was the other die? Uh, it was a seven. Yeah, that wasn't my die. Mine was the 18. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it's weird and it's cumbersome to do with your tool, right? As they are. But the next several hours, and how we'll finish session. You you know expose his torso. You can see the bruised, you know, parts of his body that the corruption lie within. And you carve away the flesh and you dig into past the fat and the the muscle layer. And you can see th- sort of this, these purple and like like neon red veins <coughs> of the of the corruption have dug and burrowed through his his flesh and his body, have wrapped around uh his tendons and have in like in injected themselves into his his organs and you can see even as he's lying there dead and you cut this cancerous like mass out of his body the the it still lives it's still it almost winces from your blade but as you carve it out, it, it like crisps into ash on the ground as you sort of like remove it. Uh, with each lump of this this filth you pull from him, you can hear a, a, maybe it's just the singeing of flesh or, or or the squelching of it all, but you can hear it scream and it haunts everyone that he hears but in time maybe some hours you can you feel confident that you have removed all of the corruption that was within him and with a you know rudimentary level of magic and medicine practice you close the wounds back up and begin to cast the raised dead spell all right Put everything back how it should be, as, as it should be as much as it can. And, yeah, uh, I'll get out some of the the diamonds that I was granted by the, the conclave and begin the hour long casting of Raised Dead. And with its completion, Lockton slowly opens his eyes and looks up at the sun, and then to you all around, whoever there is. And uh, you can see him like sort of move his hands across where you had performed the surgery. And he goes, old man, it's gone. 
you've done it. And with that, that's where we're going to end session tonight. All right. Hell yeah. Ooh. All right. <sighs> that was the best session of D&D I've ever played. <laughs> so ever as 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 always, everyone, thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I've been your host and feel master. Uh, uh, Ken, uh, we had our entire party, including our ranger druid. Hey, everybody. This is Scott Riley playing Red Clock. Good night. Our warlock fighter. Hey, y'all. It's you. Y'all have a good night. Our paladin. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse. Have a good night. And our cleric. Hey, everyone. It's been Nick as Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody.